0: Around the world, they drink this beverage in its many exotic forms half coffee and half hot milk.
1: You go to the Word of God and find out who you are. But if
0: it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say that these brothers lied to you,
1: Jack. Believe the Scriptures. Thank you for tuning in to Macchiato's Music in the Scriptures, I'm your host Martinez. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, YouTube, and now we are on Spotify. That's right, we are on Spotify, so if you're a Spotify user, make sure you subscribe to the podcast as well. Send this to all your family, friends, Facebook listeners, appreciate you for tuning in too. And wherever you may be listening to this podcast, thank God you're tuning in. So however you got here, as I always, say you didn't click on here by mistake, you didn't subscribe here by mistake. This is a podcast unlike any other that you may have here unlike maybe any type of um pop cultural type of podcast where you know we're not going to deal with the latest juicy gossip we're not going to deal with uh you know none of those things now that's not saying that the spirit may not lead me into that and we may deal with it from a biblical perspective but that's not really what this show was about and um before I get into all of that, listen, I understand and I know that, you know, it's been a while, like a month. So going on like 30 days since I put out the last podcast. But listen, as Martin says, I got bills, I got babies, I got wife, I got, you know, vacations and birthdays and all that. And all those is just excuses as to why I haven't done one. So I ain't trying to make you feel like, oh, OK, well he got all that going on. I could have really have you know done at least five but you know i said you know what i'm gonna take a little break it's summertime we enjoyed a nice vacation son just turned one you know what i'm saying school year about to start back up daughter going to high school so you know um things are kind of busy in the household you know but nonetheless i'm here you know Thank God that we're here, back again to um, give you another episode. Now today I want to talk about words. W O R D S. Words. Words matter. I don't know if you know it or not, but words do matter. And as I, you know, as I, pretty much, do, pretty much do every day, you know, go on my. Uh, look down my IG timeline, look down my Facebook timeline, Twitter timeline, wherever I'm on everything. So, oh, speaking of that, you can follow me on all social media at mbills314. Now, as I look down the timelines and all of that, I notice like a contradiction with a lot of people. I don't know if this is a millennial thing, I don't know if this is just an adult thing, or I don't really know why we do this, but it's kind of, we kind of do these contradictory type of statements and uh statement go a little something like this and i'm not i don't use profanity and i'm not going to use it on this show you will never hear it on this show but um so i just say the letter you know what i'm talking about though but you know you hear people say primarily women uh say this particular thing you know i'm a bad b and then right after that another post will say something like i'm a queen now i was always taught that you know you can't Uh, run with the rabbits and hunt with the hounds you want to to be you either gonna have to be a hound or a rabbit and uh, the two don't mix the two will never mix okay you can't be a bad bee, you know whatever that you know whatever that stands for and then be a queen you know and the same thing with the fellas you know you can't say you know I'm a I'm a real ninja you know, or a real n-word and then come around and call yourself a king. It's either or. You can't be both. Now, the only thing that I find in the scripture that God's called us is sons. I see children. I see kings. I don't find any of those other derogatory terms in the Bible. Now, some people may get upset and that's all good, but you can't say that you didn't know. So if you didn't know, now you know. And we're going to deal with that because you may think all of them, that ain't nothing. I'm just saying that just to be, I guess, popular. But you're a little too old to try to be popular. Some of y'all are just a little, you know, if you're 30 and up, nah, you got to cut that out. You got to grow up. You got kids watching. You know what I'm saying? You you mentoring people. People look up to you. You can't, can't be both. If you're a queen, just queen it out. People respect you more if you just clean it out, rather than you just trying to be both. For you know you you gotta have a balance of ratchetness and righteousness. Well, who said that? And I know other people are kinda running with that, you know, that um, belief system, but no, it's just, that's what you call like a schizophrenic. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't wanna be, have these multiple types of, of ways. You just wanna be you. And I guarantee that the bad B or the real N-word, that's that's not you. Like, just be you. If you're a laid-back individual, be laid-back. If you're an outspoken individual, you know, tame your tongue, but yet be outspoken and speak up for yourself. But you don't have to be this um, conglomerate, I guess I should say, of different things. You know what I'm saying? We want balance in our life, and we want to be real, as real as it gets. But yet, at the same time, we want to be real, and we want to be impactful as much as impactful as we can be so let's turn to the scripture let's go to a very very familiar passage that everybody may know genesis 1 let's start at the beginning of the book genesis chapter 1 and we're just talking about words words matter black lives matter too but that's a whole nother subject but today we're gonna deal with words matter so let me stay on stay on the stay on Look at verse 1, it says, and for those of you who may be the first time here, I'll be reading out the New Living Translation and maybe some other translations. So if it's not, you know, the King James Version or maybe a translation that you're reading it's all good, we're still going to end up in the same place. Genesis chapter 1, let's look at verse 3. It says, Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And it says, And God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness night and evening passed and morning came marking the first day verse 6 then God said said something again notice did you notice it didn't say God thought even though God is all-powerful that he can think something and it could be but I think God is showing us something with words with speaking then God said let there be space between the waters to separate the waters of the heavens from the waters of the earth so notice at the it said God said God saw he saw everything that he said there's not anything you can't find it nowhere in the Bible where God said something and he didn't see exactly what he said okay now let's go to Proverbs chapter 18 words matter so what are you you a king you a queen are you what people say you are or are you what God says you are? Now, people say you're one thing that you don't agree with, but then it gets into your heart and mind and you begin to now regurgitate that and say, you know what, maybe that's what I'll I'll be. More than likely, you'll end up flowing into that. Not because that was the Lord's will, but your tongue set a lot of things in motion. Proverbs 18, 21, it says, The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. The King James Version says, Death and life is in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. There's that tongue again. God said, God saw. Then in Proverbs it says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Proverbs 18:20 also says, Wise words satisfy like a good meal. The right words bring satisfaction. Ecclesiastes 10 12 says wise words bring approval but fools are destroyed by their own words so your own words can destroy you my own words can destroy me that's why we ought to be careful as to what we say words matter we know words matter because God's word brings life in itself his word what we're reading right now is giving us life even as we're talking about it that's how powerful words are so think about it what if you took God's word, and we put it on our lips and spoke his word. What do you think happened? Isaiah 55. Let's look at verse 8. It says, My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you can imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. The rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my work. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It would accomplish all I want it to and it will prosper everywhere I send it. So if we take God's word, put it in our mouth, proclaim his word is going to prosper. It is going to bear fruit. So he's saying, but no, God said what he says. Okay. God and his word are one. So if God says something in his word, then we take his word and put his word in our mouth and proclaim his word It's just as if he said it because it's his word. Do you understand what the power of attorney is? Have you ever heard that term? No, some people may have heard, some of them may not, but the power of attorney is this. Power of attorney is you giving someone the authority to use your name, meaning that you can give somebody, aunt, uncle, cousin, whoever, you can say, hey, in my absence when I'm away out of town doing business or whatever, if I need something signed, if I need a document signed, if I need a check signed or whatever, you're giving that person legal authority to sign your name. Now they're not you. But they're signing your name as if they're you Because you gave them the power of attorney And it's not illegal If you gave them that authority Which is called the power of attorney So you can do whatever you want in that person's name Now, the person may not be present And other people may be like Okay, well, such and such signed this Well, they're not concerned about who signed it Your name is on it So it's as if you signed it So, of course, a lot of people are very selective as they would choose to as to who they would give power of attorney to. Well, God gave us power of attorney. He gave us the power of attorney to use his name, the name of Jesus. He says, whatsoever you shall ask in my name, I will do. He tell us to use that name in prayer he says when you lay hands on the sick use my name when you're doing this use my name whatsoever you do in the name of the whatsoever you do do in the name of the lord why because if you use his name his power is backing it everything that he is is backing that no you have not become him you're never going to be god so let's just get that out of your head but when you use his name when you use his word It's as if he Said it It's as if he did it That's why when you pray for someone Or if you're praying for someone to get healed Or you're praying for someone to get delivered You're praying in his name You're not praying in your name What your, your name ain't gonna do nothing But his name His name has the power That can break That can uproot That can dissimulate That can annihilate any situation that you can possibly think of. But as Peter said, it's not just using his name, but faith in his name. Now we're talking Bible now, we're just talking purely scripture. We're talking about the power of God. So if you're going to use his name, we're talking about words matter, right? I'm just showing you just how powerful words are and how powerful, primarily, is God's word. So Let's just talk about our words. He said, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. They that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So, that scripture alone tells us that there's power in our own words. We know there's power in God's word, but there's power in our own words. So, we're constantly speaking death over a situation or speaking death to our children, constantly speaking discouragement, constantly talking negative. Have you noticed? that once you constantly talk negative, or you may know people that constantly talk negative about everything, they constantly get negative in their life because they're continuing to proclaim it. And no, it's not just what you say one time. Of course, you can't just say one time, oh Lord, I'm just broke. That doesn't mean you're gonna be broke for the rest of your life, just because you said it one time. It's not the one time, it's what gets into your heart and you become that and that becomes your way of speaking to the point to where you don't even recognize it. Because if you understood how powerful words are, I think we will watch what we say. Proverbs 10, 11, it says, the words of the godly are a life-giving fountain. The words of the wicked conceal violent intentions. Let's go to Romans chapter 12. Look at Romans chapter 12, verse three. It says, for I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think but to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith notice what it did not say I said notice what it did not say it did not say not to think highly of yourself it said don't think more highly well you say what is thinking more highly God speaks highly of us don't go above that and you say I mean what can possibly be more going above that well you know, some people take it to the extreme oh I'm I'm this I'm that no nobody's on my level you know no yes I taught y'all again y'all ought to be respecting me y'all ought to, y'all ought to be bowing to me settle down now settle down see now you thinking a little too highly of yourself because the only reason that you are where you are is because the grace of God anyway it, you thought it was because of your skill. You thought it was because of your college degrees. You thought it was because of all the professors and teachers that have imparted educational knowledge into you. You thought that was the reason why you made it. I got some news for you. It's by the grace of God that you made it. The only reason you have what you have is by the grace of God. What is grace? God's a merited favor, meaning God using his power and his ability on your behalf, even though you don't deserve it. So we're not even going to talk about what we deserve. So don't even go around, well, I deserve to be, you know, such and such. Oh, well, who are you demanding that of? Are you demanding it of an individual or are you demanding it of God? Because if you're dem- demanding it of an individual, I guess, based on the situation or whatever, then I guess you could say that. But, I mean, you're talking about just in life. Listen, I didn't. I sold many seeds. I I deserve to be. Wait a minute now, because we're not going to discuss what you deserve. It's all by grace. Even when you get to that level that you want to get to, it's going to be by grace. Once God stamps his approval on it and he feels like we're ready for the next level, whatever that next level is for our lives, he'll open up that door. And it's our responsibility to walk through it or to stay stagnant. But it's not, Lord, this is your number three. I deserve to be married now. Nah, look at my credit is good. Such We're not... Even, no. No, you're thinking too highly See, that's what he's talking about That's why he started out with Through the grace given unto me To every man that is among you Not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think But think soberly Think clearly Have a clear conscience Be humble All that you have is because the Lord gave it to you Without him, we can do nothing Humble yourself Proverbs 11:17. Your own soul is nourished when you're kind But you destroy yourself when you're cruel proverbs 15 1, a gentle answer turns away wrath but hard words stir up anger gentle words proverbs 15 4 gentle words bring life and health a deceitful tongue crushes the spirit there's so many nuggets even in just them three scriptures that we read my goodness your own soul is nourished when you're kind not somebody else's soul See, we think by being kind to others That it, it does good for them That it's good for them And it is But it's a reciprocal You're kind because you should be And people love kind people But also when you're kind to others The Bible says that it nourishes your own soul Macchiato's music in the scripture I met a little boy He asked me where are we now I met a little girl She asked me if I was proud Of what I had become And what the world would allow I might put up a fight, but yet I'm still losing ground. If a tree falls in the forest, then no one hears a sound. Did it really ever happen at all? Did it really ever happen at all? I'll tell you this. I put the work in daily. So it's my belief. I can't fall.
0: As we go into the well of the black pool of genius, August Green. Time meets worth, rhyme beats birth, of a new day born again, good morning then. These beginnings never form an end, crowns to righteousness not to see the of thorns again. I argue with my aura, am I born to win or born a sin? Maybe both contribute to daily growth. Oath is taken like Liam Neeson. Somebody take my daughter, they gon' cease from breathing. They body snatching black girls in DC politics and propaganda on the tv distractions distracting us from action it's time for some time for some passion there's a time for patience a time for communication a time for formation a time when it's overflowing a time when it's wasting they say time's on our side like a hip replacement this shine that i wear is from them times in the basement a time to rebuild a time to be ill a time to be still a time that we heal on the mountaintop the youth from the fountain drop thoughts about being forever young it's like the deacon that forever sung With the choir, this is praise and worship, every day's a circus I walk the tightrope, trying to find a way to work it Yeshua paid for our sins, that's the greatest purchase To keep it 100, we made him perfect What I strive for is what I live for, study the lessons Now the lesson is to give more, and indoor trials with style Like Johnny Cochran, I rap with a gift that can't be boxed in Winning is the doctrine, staring time in the face I guess that I'm a watchman, my father created time Yes, I'ma watch him, locked in Trying to get out of a sunken place of blackness that ain't defined By time and space
1: This concludes side A Please flip to side B Your soul is pleased So I wonder how our soul reacts when we're mean Or when we're Sprouting, unkind words to others Or to each other It says a gentle answer turns away wrath So we know there's power in words Because as soon as somebody's ready to pop off It's always because of words that were spoken It's not because of thoughts that were thought Tid, is that a word? <laughs> so it's not because of words that were thought I thought that in the house hi- well, well, I, well, I heard you thinking And that's why I had to come and approach you No it's yo you said these words so what's up so what says a soft answer turns away wrath words words matter it says gentle words bring life and health a deceitful tongue crushes the spirit you have a deceitful tongue you have a tongue that you're trying to deceive people or whatever have you that crushes the spirit talks about your spirit it's not talking about the holy spirit i'm sure it crushes the holy ghost too but it's how it crushes your own human spirit when you have a deceitful tongue where you're not being you know honest with people or you're trying to um undermine people manipulate people all those things it crushes your spirit and i know because i've done it in the past because i was needing something wanting something and so i'm 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 Giving information, but information is not the whole truth. But I'm disguising it just so I can get what I need from the individual. And at times I got it, and the times where I got it, my spirit was crushed to the point that I wanted to give it right back. The reason why I didn't give it right back was because of pride. Now, the Bible says pride coming before a fall. So eventually I failed in that area, and I had to get back up, I had to repent. I had to go to that individ- individual and individuals and let them know the deal. I had to dust myself off and I had to keep moving. So it's not like, you know, so God is sharing all these things with us because we're all prone to these things. None of us are perfect. All of us have flaws. So he's letting us, he's giving us these, um, signs to keep us from going down this particular road. The sign says dead end. Why would you continue to go? Or well, if a sign says yield Why would you continue to just go And not look Before you continue to pursue So God has given us all these things As warning signs Ephesians 4 29 Let no corrupting talk Come out of your mouths I believe calling yourself a bad bee And a real ninja Is corrupting talk Or any other type of derogatory term You want to use and you may say it's not derogatory because it's common. It's common slang. Yeah, but it was it was derived from what white people called black people, or people of color, because they felt that we were inferior to them. And it was spoken as a in a derogatory way. So why would you call yourself that? No matter who, I don't care what spin they put on. Listen, you can say what you want. So I'm not saying to stop saying it. I mean, you should. But I'm, I mean, if you don't, that's hey, that's between you and the Lord. Trust me, he'll deal with you on it, though. Because as you develop a relationship with Lord, with the Lord, he'll deal with you on your speech. He'll deal with you with things you say about yourself. If things are not going, you know, well in your life, check up on what you've been saying. A lot of stuff that we that goes on in our lives sometimes is a direct reflection of things that we've been continually that we've been continuing to say so people who um may be co-parenting the individuals who speak negative about the other parent in front of the child gives that child an image of that parent basically painting the picture of the parent to the child through the words that you speak so words matter so let's finish that verse what was that uh ephesians 4 29 let no cor- ne- let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths but only such as is good for the building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear it basically god is saying the only speaking i want you doing is building somebody up not tearing somebody down now trust me this is not going to be an overnight thing this is not to say that once you're upset with someone that you may not be tempted to spew some words out and if you happen to spew some words out own up to him, say, you know what, I apologize, I was wrong, ask the individual to forgive you, and ask the Lord to continue to help you on your speech, just because I'm teaching this, doing a podcast, podcast doesn't mean I totally perfected it, because the Bible says, be angry, but sin not, so I get angry, but I definitely do my best to try to watch the words that I speak, and if I do say anything that is not uplifting, because God is who he is, he's going to always check me on it, and I got to go back to the individual, and apologize. Same with you. God ain't letting none of us off the hook. Only people you're gonna let off the hook is maybe people who are ignorant to this. But I got some news for you. If you listen to this and you didn't know, you are now held accountable. So God is going to start checking your speech. So once you start speaking crazy, He gonna check you on it. Matthew 12:36. Let's look at Matthew 12:36. Jesus speaking. He says, "And I tell you this." You must give an account on judgment day For every idle word you speak The words you say will either acquit you Or condemn you Wow, words matter We know words matter if Jesus said that On the day of judgment we shall give give an account Not for every word we speak But for every idle word Now I took took the time to look up the word idle I-D-L-E and this is what it says: Idle is without purpose or effect, pointless. Some synonyms for idol is frivolous, trivial, trifling. That cracked me up right there. So God gonna hold you account. God gonna hold you accountable for every trifling word that you say. Trifling, vain, minor, petty. Ah, oh, just you know, that's the word we like to use a lot in 2018, petty. I just like being petty. Well, God gonna hold you accountable for every petty word, lightweight, shallow, superficial, insignificant, unimportant, worthless word that comes out of your mouth. And listen, we can do this. Let's not let's not act like, you know, this is just, oh Lord, you asked me to do something. That I, that's just not even possible. God will never put us in a position or tell us to do something or command something of us that he know we couldn't do that will make him unjust and unfair and God is a just and fair God we just got to work on it now it's a difference between the person who is working on it and is admitting to the fact that y'all need to work on my speech Lord help me with my mouth and so forth from the person who said well listen this is just how I am my mom talked like this my dad talked like this my family talked like this this is just who I am well if you're an individual like that you're gonna have some issues until you can humble yourself and admit that, hey, I have a problem in this area and it needs to be worked on. God don't, don't ever want us to look at any type of issue in our life, whether if it's sin or whether if it's just a roadblock. He you don't know, want you to look at it and just be like, yo, you know what? It's been like this since 2002 and uh, this is just I just accepted the fact that this is just who I am. No, it's not who you are. You are who God says you are. You are not who the Graham says you are, or anybody else. You gotta understand the internet, social media, things like that. All these things are just tools for us to communicate. These are tools for us to enjoy, tools for us to get information, news, etc. It's not tool. It's not. A, it's not supposed to be a tool to reshape your thinking, to reshape who you are, to give you character to change your character that is not what social media is, is designed for but a lot of us allow that to change who we are and let's not do that now if the King—now now, Bible was written in 2018 he will also write you'll be judged for every word that you type too so you may say well I didn't say it I just typed it the same thing it was in you it came out of you and God can read so God will hold us accountable so that that even goes into social media and internet integrity even the things that we post Things that we speak Y'all understand God has given us self-control We got self-control Now we got to work on it But it's possible Alright so we got We got to Watch our words If you want to see any change in our life Anything different We have to watch the words that we speak Now don't be the person talking about Oh we gonna have what we say Huh well I said I got a million dollars I said that 150 times Ain't nothing happened yet Well not now, you tripping? Cause now you think God is a genie. You think He's just this magic wand. It don't work. This is not to manipulate or get any type of financial gain or anything out of that. So you saying you, I'm gonna be a millionaire 150 times. I mean, you're gonna be a millionaire by next Wednesday. By you confessing that, if anything was gonna happen, is you're gonna be placed in positions where maybe you can gain and learn some financial wisdom, take some financial literacy classes, take a business class. Maybe got to give you an idea for a business whereby maybe you can gain a million, but it won't be overnight. So, just know that God is a father. And like any father, he's patient, um, he is correcting, he's loving. There's nothing that you can ever do that will separate you from his love. But understand that the decisions that we make, there are consequences to him and he will hold us accountable for them let's not get it twisted love corrects and lord help us all to get a hold of this tongue last scripture let's go let's go to james chapter 3 let's start at verse 1 let's take our time with this james 3 verse 1 it says dear brothers and sisters not many of you should become teachers in the church for we who teach will be judged more strictly indeed we all make many mistakes for if we could control our tongues we will be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. We can make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in his mouth, and a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go, even though the winds are strong. In the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches, but a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire and among all the parts of the body, the tongue is a flame of fire. It is a whole world of wickedness, corrupting your entire body. It can set your whole life on fire. Wow, for it is set on fire by hell itself. People can tame all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and fish, but no one can tame the tongue. It is restless and evil, full of deadly poison sometimes it praises our lord and father and sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of god and so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth surely my brothers and sisters this is not right does a spring water bubble out with both fresh water and bitter water does a fig tree produce olives or a grapevine produce figs no and you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. If you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you are bitterly jealous, and there is selfish ambition in your heart, don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying. For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. Now, I know there was a lot to digest, but that was very beneficial for us. So let's go over it. He talked about, he used the example of a horse. Now, I'm not much of a horse rider. I maybe rode a horse maybe once or twice in my lifetime. It doesn't mean I won't ride anymore, but as of now, I only rode about one or two. And I was young but there's what you call a bit that you put in the horse's mouth now when you see the people riding on the horse they got the strap and they hold on to the strap well the strap is connected to what's called a bit in their mouth and if you turn the strap or the bit a certain way that's the direction that the horse will go into so he also compared now he, can, he, he used that analogy in comparison to the tongue he also used the example of a small rudder a rudder that's on the ship it says a rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses it to go so the little thing they be going on the boat or so that's so a rudder what makes the ship you know do what it does so he's comparing it to the tongue so in essence what the Lord is saying is that our lives will go in the direction of our tongue of the words that we speak the things that we choose to utter our lives are going in that direction and we have to see that and understand that. He also talked about the tongue comparing it to a tiny spark that can set a whole forest on fire. You can set the whole thing on fire just by words the your mouth. Husband and wives get into argument. arguments because majority of the times because of the words that were spoken. So he's just showing us how powerful the tongue is and using all of these examples. Now, when he talked about that people can tame all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and fish, but no one can tame the tongue. That's true. No man can tame the tongue, but God can. Let's give our tongues over to God and let him tame it. One way we tame it is by getting in his word, speaking his word, speaking positive, speaking what he says to speak. That's how you tame it. So no, you can't tame it. No man can tame the tongue. But God can tame it once you submit your tongue to God. He'll let us know, uh-uh, don't say that. Say this. No, you shouldn't have said that Say this So understand this We can't do better until we know better And I believe that we are learning And where comes wisdom Our actions should become better Basically what I'm trying to say (laughs) So if this podcast has been a blessing to you Please share it with all of your family and friends If you're on Facebook listening to this by, by Facebook Please share it, share it, share it And um uh, follow me on all social media at mbills314. Subscribe to these podcasts on YouTube, I'm on iTunes, I'm on Spotify, I'm on Podbean. And I'm trying to get on title. Now, title is kind of giving me the runaround. I'm going to be sending emails back and forth. They're telling me I need a distributor. And I'm hollering at the distributor. They're saying they don't distribute podcasts and all that. So listen, when the Lord ready for us to go on title, we'll be on title and any other platform at that. But just know, man can't shut a door that God has open, And man can't open a door that God has shut. So in due time, I'm patient. And we're just going to rock this thing out and continue to give you the word of God and continue to grow together. Also, if you would like to be a sponsor on this podcast, if you would like to advertise, shoot me an email at mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. And uh, we can discuss advertisement on the show. Sponsorship on the show. Um, these podcasts are going to start coming to you more frequently. I understand, I took a big break, but we're going to try to hit these things up every week. Every week, engaging. Every week, you know, just nailing it, nailing it, and nailing it, so we can get to the place where God wants us to be. All right. Until next time, remember the Book of Romans, chapter three, verse four. Latter verse: Let God be true, and every man be a liar. Until next time, I'm out.